Welcome to the Cheap Seats Podcast. What is going on, everybody? I'm the big man. As always, he's the juice, and this is the Cheap Seats Podcast. What is going on, everybody? What's up, Juice? What's happening, buddy? What's going on? What is up, our TikTok followers? Of course, again, we are going live on TikTok once again this week. Live and in action, folks. Live and in action. How uh, was your uh, weekend, buddy? Uh, what did I do? Oh, you yeah. Got so you got pictures. I went. I got pictures. Oh yeah. So yeah, I forgot I even done that. Yeah, you got. So yeah, pictures. we done engagement pictures. That was a pain in my ass. Um, we done. I went golfing Sunday morning, and nice. then I actually went nine over on nine holes. Not bad. Actually, I, that's, that's fucking bad. fantastic. That's pretty good for me, at least. I that's don't know about anybody else. But... That, that's pretty good. Um, and then I went to Carter Caves that evening with Donut Five O. I ain't been there in a long time. Oh, listen, he had my fat ass rolling up and down all these damn hills in these caves, fucking shimmying up shit. I'm out of shape. We can't be doing that oh, shit. Oh, yeah. I, I, I had a bottle on... of gin in my pocket. I was scared to death I was going to bust. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. I don't plan on going up there anytime soon because like, like you, I'm definitely out of shape. Yeah, but... I ain't as young as I used to be. You're a lot younger than me. 40 is <laughs> a long way off from 27. I'm 28. Okay, 28. <laughs> same, same difference, but... Get with the damn program. Yeah, so... My weekend, I I really didn't uh, do much. I I drank a little bit on Saturday night, but I did a lot of uh, binge watching of a well. It's not a new show. My wife turned me on to it. It's been out for a long time. I believe they got fourteen seasons uh, of Supernatural. It's actually a pretty cool show. I've seen Supernatural. I like I like it. I I I was real. Uh, I wasn't big into it. I didn't want to watch it. I've I kept been watching it. You've got Netflix, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's probably what you're watching Supernatural yeah, on, right? Uh, yeah. So, um, here, it. I started Monday. Um, I've been watching Ragnarok. I haven't started that. I, I did see it. I thought about watching it, though. It is a pretty good... Um, come on, stretch it out there, big guy. Uh, <laughs> anyways, um... So, yeah, it's a pretty good uh, show so far. I think I'm like four episodes in or something. The problem is they're like over, they're either an hour or over an hour. I, I know, I hate those. I, I, I got love... way too much ADD for that shit. Like, I'm I'm one of those people, like, I'm squirreled out why, constantly, so. That's why I watch series rather than movies, because I get distracted yeah, way too easy. Very uh, quickly. I'll tell you another good series for you to watch and for the listeners to watch if they're into like the gangsters type series. Uh, Peaky Blinders, that's a Netflix series. Killer fucking series. Killer series. Hmm. But uh, anyways, let's get on with the show. We uh, got a lot to cover today. So you got any shout outs today besides our TikTok listeners? Yeah, I'm about to say we'll shout out to folks in the TikTok. All we right, got go ahead and shout them out. Tsunami Porch Life. We got Sam Combs, 33. Three and I don't know how to get up here. 
Chan, 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 you want help? I can't even see the damn thing. No, Santelli White. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. know. I we, apologize. We thank you for uh, following us and uh, watching the show. Absolutely, uh, so. and I apologize for not being able to say your name. And then seems like I had another shout out. I don't remember. Well, you think about it for a second while I do my right, little quick shout ahead. out. I want to shout out this new uh, podcast, a friend of mine, Dickie's Roadhouse, with uh, Dickie Dunn and his partner, GWP. Listen to the wacky adventures and the personal growth and the ladies of the night on this uh, hmm. podcast. It's real. It's a comedy podcast, guys. It's uh, like each episode's like 20, 20, 30 minutes. It's uh, hilarious. It's a butt guster. You guys will like it. Uh, so give them a listen. That is uh, Dickie's Roadhouse. Oh, you were telling me about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tsunami wants me to shout out the fact that I failed at the water challenge, which everybody knew I was going to do. Um, so that's a little thing that they got going on on TikTok. I got called out on. Um, so how long were you supposed to go without any alcohol? Seven did you days. Drink water? Seven days? Yep. How long did you make it for? A little over 24. A little hours. over 24 hours. <laughs> well, That's only because I fell asleep on the first night. <laughs> I probably would have... Uh, um, Got my bet wrong because I probably wouldn't have. I probably would have bet the first of twelve. The first twelve hours, you wouldn't have made it. But that's just me, especially the weekend. <laughs> I mean, if it's through the week, I might give you a little I'm, bit, but I doubt I'm it. Not gonna make it seven days through the week. No, maybe. not seven days. But anyways, uh, let's get Tsunami's on. Tsunami's on the seventh day right now. Poor guy. On number seven? Yeah, he's on number seven right Sucks now. Sucks to be you, buddy. Yeah, that's that's hard times there. All right, so let's get on to our uh, news time real quick. News. Fresh news. News time. First little bit of news. I wasn't even going to add it because I thought it was fucking irrelevant. I thought it was stupid. Um, but we're going to go ahead and talk about the uh, Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather fight. So, uh... I'm going to let you talk about it, Jude. Did you watch the fight? No, I didn't. I wasn't going to pay the $60 No, there was it. no chance in hell I was paying that. Um, I did I, YouTube a little bit of it. But... I, I think this is a disgrace to boxing, to be honest with you. It was one thing to bring in Conor McGregor. I thought that was kind of cool. And, yeah, because that's and, you know, two it's different relevant. fighting sports. That's and different. There's, you know, there's a chance. Conor is a professional fighter. Conor... Um, possesses the ability to avoid punches and uh dish punishment out uh as opposed to a youtube sensation which i mean i have no problem with i think logan paul's a hell of an athlete i think he was all state in the state of ohio as a wrestler yeah um, um and even as a brother uh jake jake paul i think i think they're both I think they're phenomenal got, athletes. Got, got potential to be, you know, in five years, maybe they'll, you know, maybe we might see them contending for um, an actual, you know, professional boxing. Right, but I mean, to take but... to take somebody like Floyd Mayweather, who's arguably the greatest boxer of all time, right, and put him in there with a YouTube sensation. Let's just be honest with that's been boxing two two years. It, that it's, much, yeah. yeah and, it's it's and, embarrassing. You know, some people are saying, "Oh, Paul won this fight." And, you know, yeah, you don't know what the fuck you're watching. Like, let me just be honest with you, fucking 
Floyd Mayweather connected on 40% of his punches. Right. He connected on 43 of 107 thrown punches, and Paul only connected on 13%. He did connect, which was surprising yeah, to me. Surprising he connected on, he threw 217 punches, and he only landed 28. Um, we all knew, I think we all knew that he was going to be in over his head. I don't care if Mayweather is 50 years old or not. He's still it's ridiculous. head and shoulders above like probably 90 percent of the boxers in his weight class guarantee it right now anyways um paul like you said they are both that good athletes him and his brother are great athletes yeah i'm not trying to take away nothing from logan paul it, it should have and there this, there's a reason what was it there was no judges right uh um, there was a real no official winner yeah uh, and it was ranked as an exhibition, and I would assume that's because the Florida Athletic Commission wouldn't recognize Logan Paul as a professional fighter. Right. That's part of it. And well, part of it was that, and the other part was the weight class. Paul couldn't go over 190 pounds, and and I believe Mayfield or May Mayweather, Mayweather couldn't go over 160, which he hasn't fought above 151 and a half ever. So, right. so that's uh. That's something to be added. Uh, so I think that was the main reason because of the weight difference. Because if Paul, I, which I didn't see the weigh-ins, but if Paul came in like at 190 pounds, then that's uh, that's 40 pounds more than what Mayweather was. So I mean, he by by just weight, you would think that Paul would have the upper hand as far as power-wise. Right. But uh. You, yeah, it didn't happen. Anyways, I mean, okay, so move on. Yeah, we're going to move on. Uh, we're going to start off with some NBA news. Um, All right, let's talk a little brown ball. The Nuggets' uh, big man, uh, Jokic, wins uh, the MVP this season. Are you surprised by that? I have a problem with it. Um, is, it is this a sign of things to come with the recent dominance of the big men in the NBA? Because I noticed that. Joel Embiid was number two in the voting. Steph was number three. Um, well, I like think the biggest this problem is... with the guys coming in, like DeAndre Ayton, Embiid, uh, Jokic, guys like that. I mean, jo- Jokic is a—he's a very he's a, do-it-all type. Yeah, guy. he's like, a point center. Yeah, I mean, it's, he it's can, insane. He, he's a triple-double. Machine. His ability, um, but I don't know. I think it's still a guard-driven game. Um, I think if Steph would have been on a better team, team, basically, you think um, Steph would have won? I think Steph would have won if he'd have been in the playoffs. Like, yeah, I guess I could see that. Um, all right. Anywho, the Suns close out the Lakers in six games under a monster series from Devin Booker. They also, which were a week late. this all happened last week. They also uh, have uh, won game one of their series with uh, Denver in round two of the playoffs. Is uh, is this the year with the Suns, with CP3 coming on that team? That's an obvious big improvement. The Suns are Obviously. a whole different team. They're a lot more mature. They got a lot of uh, – uh, I'm seeing a lot of guys like Jay Crowder uh, guys like that, they're stepping up, but I think that's because of CP3 being on the team. Do you think this is the year CP3 gets to the finals with the Suns? I mean, he don't have the Lakers to deal with. I, say, I think this is his best chance. 
to get there. Um, if they get past Denver, Denver's one. I mean, don't get I think me wrong. They do get Utah past and the Clippers are good. Are a good team, but if they get past Denver, I think they no- do get past Denver. The problem, and we was kind of talking about it before the show a little bit. Kawhi plays Superman. Whenever they're whenever games they're are on the line, yeah. right. Whenever his back's against the wall, he puts the Superman cape on. That's going to be hard to deal with. Yeah, it is. Um, I think Jay Crowder's a very good defender, but I don't know if he's a good enough defender to kind of guard Kawhi when he puts on the cape. But, I mean, Devin Booker's a star. I called this before the season started. I I didn't call that they would beat the Lakers. Let's – Good. Let but me you get that out that there. You think Devin Booker and and, and the Phoenix Suns and, were going to make the playoffs? Yes, and, and I think that they I thought were that they would go deep, and I thought that they would have probably the most successful year in a long time since probably Steve Nash and uh, Stat and all those guys. Yeah, yeah, I believe is what I said. But um, I said, yeah. So I, I think this is their best chance. You still got Kawhi to deal with in the next round. I do think they get past Denver. And I think they at least pushed the Clippers to seven. What scares me is Kawhi putting on the cape. Uh, Booker's been monstrous this playoff series. Do you, Booker's a beast. Do you think he's certified himself as an elite NBA superstar now? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Booker's right. a monster. All like, right. I mean, this dude can shoot out of the gym. Like, And, I mean, that's what the game's going to is the ability to shoot. And, and Book can handle the ball. He can play – with the ball in his hand, he can play off the ball. Like, yeah. All right. I mean, okay. books are stood. All right. Now we're gonna get into a little debate here in a minute. Okay. I think I think you're gonna pick if I'm if I'm right about who you're gonna pick, we're gonna get into a little debate. But uh Donovan Mitchell scores forty five points in a win versus the Clippers in game one. They closed out um who they closed out in, in the first round of the series. Uh I can't rem- I can't remember who they closed out, but they've They've taken game one of the series against the Clippers. Um, and Donovan Mitchell, who has also had a monstrous he's playoff so far. Do you think he's certified himself as an yeah. elite I, I, NBA I, superstar? I like Spider. I do, I mean, too. The only thing I don't like about Spider is the fact that he came from Louisville. Um, <laughs> aside right. from that, I mean, I love Spider's game. All right. Now, since this is since you mentioned the whole Louisville connection oh, and Booker, Kentucky, Kentucky connection. Okay. Out of out of Mitchell and Devin Booker. Now you cannot be biased to this. You have to just okay. I be try unbiased. to be as don't be a UK fan. Okay. Just be I try biased. to be as unbiased as I can. If you were starting uh, starting a team and you had to pick between these two guys to play your two guard position, who do I want? Who do you want, Booker or hey, Mitchell? I'm gonna sound like I'm being biased, but I want Booker. And I'll explain right. why. Explain why. Um, Booker's a better shooter. Okay. I agree with that. Uh, Spider is the better athlete. He's a better ball handler. He's a better ball handler, and he's a better pure athlete. But Booker's a better shooter, and Booker's a better passer. I think uh, – And I think Booker has the innate ability to get people behind him, which I, I think Spider has it too. Don't get me oh, wrong. Oh, yeah. And I think Mitchell – is is better when it comes to driving addition. Oh yeah, uh, and 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 driving to the hole, taking it himself as well. Yeah, but Book's got this ability, and and a lot of these guys that come through Kentucky have it too, of being able to drive and do that little lob at the very last right, second, right? Uh, to your For big like man, an yeah, or something. right. Um, but 
it's it's mainly Booker's ability to shoot is why I would rather have Booker because that's like I've said it a hundred times. That's what the NBA is going to. Now I would to shoot. I think I would rather have Booker considering the players around him right now. But if you get me Mitchell with the players that Booker has around him, it would be a hard. It would be real hard to pick between the two because one. Okay, well the. The bigger thing for me, though, is I can throw, I can leave Booker on the three-point line, and you can find a half million guys that can get to the hole. Right. Maybe not to the level that Mitchell can get to the hole, but having Booker out there, I force you to stay out there. So you're staying. And I force the defense to stay spread out. You're basically saying Mitchell needs three-point shooters around him, and, and Booker needs Booker needs drivers, guys, guys that can drive, yes. drive the hole and dish out. Yes, right. And I can, I feel like I can find more people that are closer to Mitchell than I can to Booker's ability to shoot. Okay, that's a good, that's a good assessment. I wouldn't, I'm not going to argue too much about that because uh, I think. Uh, uh, I think both of them are phenomenal players. I do too. I think it took Booker a little while to get his feet. Well, but look at what was around Booker when he started. That's true. That's true. That's true. But I'm just saying, I think it took him, as a team, it took the Suns a little while. But as as a player, I think Booker, you know, Booker, when he came in, all he could do was shoot. Oh, yeah. You know. So I mean, he's developed his game over the last two, three seasons. Oh yeah, tremendously. So he, he's, you know, he's came up to me. But uh, you know, starting out, if you would have asked me, I think I would have rather had Smith. But uh, Mitchell. Or yeah, I I said Smith. Uh, yeah, Mitchell Donovan Sm- Mitchell. I I think I would rather had him starting out between rookie years. I mean, I think Mitchell won Rookie of the Year. His, yeah, Mitchell was phenomenal coming. Um. Out. But I mean, you know, like you said, Mitchell's also a year older. He's also a year older. He's also a year older. But I mean, he's he's a an athlete more so than a shooter. Yeah, I don't. And I I just rather have the shooter. I don't disagree with you. All right, last little. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna touch on LeBron James news. Fuck LeBron. <laughs> you hate but, LeBron. <laughs> no, I don't hate LeBron. You're but, a LeBron hater. But I mean. I'll just. You're from Cleveland. How do you hate LeBron? I'm not from Cleveland. I'm just from Ohio. But I mean, whatever. (laughs) Same shit. I don't hate LeBron. I just. I don't hate LeBron. Explain it to I think he's a fucking traitor. He should have. He should have never left Cleveland. Is that why you hate him? Yeah, that's my major major problem with him. He never should have left Cleveland the second, the first time. I left. First time he had to. The first time, okay, I've come around to it, and the second time he didn't have to. Fuck that. But anyways, the little bit of news, I'll just go ahead and say it real quick, and then we're going to get off of it. He's switching back to number six. whoop the freaking do Oh, all okay. Right. Well, yeah, so, move on. I didn't even know that was in the news. Okay. All right. So we're going to take a little quick break here. He needs to quit wearing 23 anyways. Yeah, he ain't no 23. He ain't no Michael I Jordan. Think, I think the whole NBA should retire the number 23, to be honest with you. You think? Yeah, I do. Uh, I don't know if I'd go that far. All right. Well, let me take let me take you off uh let me take you off script here real quick. All right, take me off script. So real just quick. while I got time. Um, so I seen this on TikTok the other day, and I can't remember, I can't remember the guy's name. I follow him. He all he does is wrestling talk. And okay. He's got his own podcast all and right. everything. 
uh, which I think it would be really cool if we could have him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Show. We need like, to start but, talking. To anyways, so um, the question was, you know, the NBA's logo where it's Jerry West and the uh, silhouette. Right? I know what you're getting at. Okay. Yes, I agree. So if the, but if the WWE, the question that was proposed, was oh. if the WWE changed their logo to a silhouette to, of somebody. To a silhouette. Who? who would you want it to be? Oh, God. Oh, God. And no. you can go back to, like, 70s and 80s and stuff like that, but I can't. But, I so, I'll give you mine while I... Okay, I, I, give I me, your, give me yours. We might have the same answer, but go ahead. Mine, mine was Undertaker. I think it should be Undertaker bringing up the lights, because I think that would be a coolest shit silhouette, silhouette anyways. Yeah. Uh, um, and Taker is the guy that never left. Yeah. Like, Taker true. is the loyal one to the WWE, and you can say, like, I heard Austin... Um, Austin was with, with somebody the, else with before. The, with the fist up. The fingers. Um, uh, so I think that would be a cool silhouette too, but uh, Austin wrestled in, w in WCW. Austin wrestled in ECW. And he also wrestled um, in NWA. Yeah, so, and which I, I, I'm not holding that against him because once he got to WWE, he stayed at WWE. That's right. where he made his name. Like, so I, I try not to take it against well, him, but Taker's what about the Triple guy H? that never left. What about Triple H? He was a guy who yeah, he was a the entire guy time. Too. But he did, he did, he wrestled in WCW as Terror Rising. He did before he got to WWE. He okay, it's, see, it's I the didn't same know thing that. as okay. It's okay. the same thing as Austin, which Undertaker, Undertaker wrestled. Undertaker wrestled in another promotion. It wasn't WCW. It was. It was. Um, but he was under a different name. Well, yeah, it was. Uh, well, no, Taker did wrestle in WCW he did. before. It was. I didn't think he did. I know big, he big or mean Mark. It might have even been mean Mark Calloway. Mark Calloway. His first name, name is his. Yeah. His Mark Calloway is his real Calloway. name. I know he it played might, he for might New wrestled. Mexico State as a center in, in basketball. Right. You know that. Right, but he did. He wrestled under, I think it was me and Mark Calloway they wrestled under in WCW. Okay, okay. Uh, I think he did it for a year. I think a lot of these like wrestlers but, have came out of different promotions. Right. Back they got to start somewhere, yeah. back, especially back in the 80s. Some of these, like WCW, back in the 70s and 80s, they were, most of these guys were NWA transplants. Yeah. Um, but most of these guys started out in like WCW or NWA because that's really at the time that was that's the big all dog. you had. That's I mean, a, yeah, that, right. That was the closest thing to a national promotion that you had. Right. You know, WWE was Northeast, and and then you had like Memphis Championship Wrestling, and then you had one in Texas, and it was all territory based. But um, yeah, so I I don't know. Take like when you mentioned the WWE to me. Oh shit, I'm on. I don't know how long it's been froze like that. I, I apologize. But um, I, Taker to me, like he just symbolizes WWE to me. Oh, yeah. I think Taker would be. But yeah, I mean, would you go Austin? Would you go Rock? Would you go uh, Hogan? Would you go? That's what I, I would saying. not what go about... Hogan. I wouldn't go Hogan just for the simple fact that he. I mean, it, the lawsuit. If he would have stayed, stayed with WWE. WWE, well, with the lawsuit, no. The but lawsuit, I mean, without the going lawsuit, to WCW. When he left WCW, or when he left WWE, I'm sorry. WCW. That was kind of a slap in the face to Vince mm -hmm. McMahon, and that's why they held him out of the Hall of Fame. For mm -hmm. Actually, he's out of the Hall of Fame now because of uh, the allegations against him. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But, uh, I mean, they would have held him out of the, the Hall of Fame longer had, um, you know, had he not come back to the WWE. 
Yeah, so we got, yeah, let's see, Stone Cold, yeah, The Rock, yeah. I mean, I think they're all great options. I think The Undertaker, I agree with you, The but, Undertaker. Yeah. Taker symbolizes WWE. To that's me. the only one that I can think of. Plus, right I think it'd be a hand. really cool silhouette. Of oh, yeah. Up the lights with the hat. With the hat and the coat. I think I that think would be, be awesome. a really killer silhouette, too. Uh, Anyways, okay, you can take your break first. All right, now. so we're going to take a little break and have our... Uh, word from our sponsors real quick and then we will be right back with you guys and we are back and now it's time that we're going to get on to our nfl news real quick the nfl is requesting a proposal for future games in germany the goal is to id a host uh what do you think about games over in germany i, mean, I wouldn't listen i was reading comments what do you say the nfl has proposed in um games for germany uh the, all they need oh they're is, gonna go to germany to play games yes like they're okay. doing in london okay, okay. Uh, okay. all okay. they need is id host uh do you do you think this will work well do you like this no i fucking hate this shit you know i'll be honest with you i do too and i'll tell you why and, because okay football in the world and the rest of the world to football is soccer right you know American football is American. That's the one sport that we can, can you know, basketball is ours too, but that is the one sport that the rest of the world hasn't really taken over. Um, that it's it's our game. Right. And I, I hate, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I want the rest of the world to be able to enjoy American style football. I do too. But the thing that kills me is a... Well, the biggest part that kills me is it takes a home game away. Right. So, like, right. Jacksonville goes to London every year. Yeah. That's one more game that is not played in Jacksonville. And those fans lose. Right, yeah. I agree How do that. they do season tickets? Do you know? Do they take that game off of? Yeah, that's a, I'm pretty sure that's how. I've looked into it. The Browns have played in, in London. And that was the year that I looked into season tickets, and they do take that off. Okay, well, at least you're not price, paying so as a season a, ticket holder. It's not, not really a home okay. game. Um, but, but still, I do you know, lose out on a home game. Right. That's one That's one home game. If you're paying, like, of course you're not paying full price, but if you're paying full price for season tickets for eight games, and <laughs> you don't get it, I think what they ought to do with this extra 17th game Make all the teams the seventeenth game. Go ahead and make that game the spread it out. Run that seventeenth you know, or what would it? It'd be week eighteen. Run it. Uh, run some games in in London. Run some games in Germany. Germany run New some Mexico, games in Japan. Mexico City. Mexico City. You're right. You yeah, know, I think do, that would be cool. That'd do be a that cool or, or what about you know what about instead of you know I'm not gonna say the Super Bowl because the Super Bowl is like. Uh, no, you better there. never take the fucking Super no, Bowl overseas. I what, swear, you'll get some damn rides. You'll get some Budweiser drinking, mullet wearing what rides. About playoff, going on. What about the playoff game? No, fuck that too. So you, that it, takes away the whole fucking reward of of home field of advantage. fucking home field advantage. All right, like, so no. and instead of doing the season period, why not just do preseason games right now? Anyway, till you see more success in the other countries. Now, if you get huge success in these other countries. Nope. As a business, you got to. Nope. 
If don't I'm looking dare. at it as a business, don't you dare. You got to. Don't you dare. Yeah, you. I mean, you have to don't as a business. Don't you dare. I'm telling as you. As a fan, I don't want to though. Don't you dare. All right. All right. You're getting made fun of in the comment section, by the way. Damn. For uh, the season tickets with the Browns, you got laughing. Oh, fuck crying that. Faces. You know what? That's all right. That's all right. Us Browns, whenever we're in the Super Bowl, we'll be laughing our asses off all the way to the podium. All right, you start right. to sound like a Cowboys fan. <laughs> yeah. All right, so the big news in the NFL this week is the Falcons have finally traded Julio Jones. To finally. The to the Titans. Ah. For a second round pick in 2022 and a fourth round pick in 2023. The Titans get Julio and a sixth round pick in 2023. Weren't there some players involved in this too? Only Julio. Huh. All right, okay. so my question for you is how will Tanhill keep everyone happy? Well, I had a little blind resume for you. Oh, yeah. Actually, yeah, you sure did. So let me break this down here. Okay. Because I discovered it. I'm taking the credit for it. So you got player A and player B. Mm-hmm. And you know the answers to yeah. both of these because I do right now. All right. But. So, player A, over the last, what was it, 25 24 games, games? 24 games. Player A has a 110.9 passer rating, 5,912 yards, 61 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, and 66% completion percentage. All right. 66.6. All right. Player B has a rating of 105.2, 6,940 yards, 57 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, 66.2. Uh, Completion percentage. Okay. So, player B, player A has uh, five more on the the rating, the QB rating, and a thousand less better in a thousand less in yardage, four more touchdowns, and he's just same interceptions and slightly better on the completion percentage. Okay. Who do you want? Well, if you ask me, of course, player one, player A, cool, right? But uh. You know, if we're going over last last twenty four games, so what he's leading so to player A is Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill, player B is Patrick Mahomes. Um, Let that sink in for a minute, guys. Just yeah, I've I've liked Patrick Mahomes even at even when he was with Miami. I I felt like even under Adam Gase, he showed a lot a lot of potential. Ryan Tannehill. You said you like Patrick Mahomes even when he was. Oh, with I'm sorry. Yeah, Ryan Tannehill. I like Ryan Tannehill when he came out of Texas A&M. Um, even when he was with Miami under the Adam Gase regime, he still had one season. I I know Miami went eight and eight in that season, and he still had a season where he he showed he could be a, a franchise quarterback. So I'm not I'm not hating on Ryan Tannehill, but this team, this Titans team, is a, a run first offense. They've already got weapons on the field. How do you think this is? They're going to integrate Julio. I love this move. Okay, I I absolutely love it. I think it forces you to play defense all over the field. You couldn't really stack the box before, but now you definitely can't stack the box to stop um, Derrick Henry. Well, they lost Corey Davis, which I'm not saying Corey Davis is. Is Julio. Julio's not, not at all. Julio's, Julio's nowhere near a drama queen. Um, you're not going to get 
don't think Corey player. Davis was a, He's a not. drama queen. No, I no, mean, no. That's not just, what I'm insinuating you, at all. You invested a fifth, a fifth overall pick on Corey Davis, and you just let him walk to go. I mean, I'm not like I said. I'm not saying you know Julio is anywhere near, um, or that that Davis is anywhere near Julio talent. But the thing about Davis is Davis is 25, 24. And Julio is thirty-two. Go 30. after the ring. Yeah, I mean, you better get these rings here Go in the next couple the of years. Go after the ring. I'm not sure that I would. I mean, they didn't give up much, so I'm not hating on them getting I because I think it was a great pickup for them because they didn't give up. You lost Johnu Smith. Yeah. So you need you, that. You, you got a red zone target weapon. now. Yeah. I'm sure, hopefully, Tennessee can figure out how to get Julio in the end zone for All fantasy right. purposes. So here's, here's a couple other questions. How does this affect Julio's fantasy value? I don't think it affects it very much. If nothing else, I think it went up. You think? I don't know why Atlanta can't get him in the fucking end zone. I think that's a big problem. I think. Like, what the hell has happened in Atlanta his whole career? Yeah. Like, yeah. what? I don't understand. They have to be able to figure out how to get him in the end zone. You think uh, you think Atlanta's going to have the same problems with Kyle Pitts? God, I hope not. All right. God, I hope not. Uh, so, but, I you, mean, th- you think Julio's fantasy value has went up? Well, I mean, I think this is going to be one of the most explosive offenses in the league this year. So I w- I'm, I'm interested to see how. If nothing else, there's no change to Julio. Him. Okay. All right. Uh, where does this put Ridley and Pitts value at for fantasy? It obviously takes it up, increases because it because right? you take all of Julio's targets away, so that has to be dis- dispersed elsewhere. Um, AJ Brown might go down a little bit as far as fantasy value. Uh-huh. Um, I wouldn't say much though. Ryan Tannehill, you think it'll uptick on him? Do you, I don't think he moves you, up to a week-to-week starter. In, okay, in, that's what I was going to ask. Do you think he's a draftable quarterback right now? Maybe if you play in a big league, like a 16-team league, okay. I wouldn't mind having Tannehill as my starter. All right. Uh, most of what we play in is 10 or 12. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think – no, I don't think I'm looking at him as my week-to-week starter All right. in, those, um, in that size. Fantasy speaking, well, fantasy, spe- yeah, definitely fantasy speaking. Obviously, in NFL, in, in reality speaking, he is. But uh, does this put Ridley in the a wide receiver one uh, era? In fantasy, in probably. Fantasy? You think, I mean, because he was, you know, he's been a definite wide receiver two, some weeks even wide receiver one. But now you think he's going to be the de facto number one, the go-to guy? Even with yeah. Pitts out there, because you know they're going to move Pitts all over the field. Oh, yeah, but I still think Ridley, especially this year. So in redraft league, I think Pitts is the one you want in dynasty. But right, right, uh, just because it's hard to find a tight end. But, all right. Um, in redraft, yeah, I'd say Ridley's. Ridley's pretty high up there. I don't know. I like Ridley. I like him a lot. He... So like when I think wide receiver one, that all de- that kills me because that all depends on exactly what you're doing because i'd say i usually go three running backs round one two and three right so i probably won't even get an opportunity to draft ridley well i recently um 
But I would a, love uh, it if Ridley's my number one. I have three running backs in the first three. Oh, rounds. yeah. I'd be ecstatic at that point. I recently did a uh, a mock draft in fantasy here over the weekend, actually. And I, I did a strategy completely different than what I've ever done. But it, it was the way everything fell. I did take two running backs with my first two picks. Okay. With my third pick, I didn't pick a wide receiver or running back. I picked George Kid or George Kittle. He was there, and I had a, it was a late third round, and there was really no wide receivers that I felt like deemed better the than running him. Running backs that you wanted, or running. Point. I mean, there was running backs there, but I would have had to reach for them. And I'm like, this was just too good of a pick to pass up. I mean, okay. I know a lot of that had to do with injuries with Kittle last year, but. I mean, for him to be there in the late third round, I just kind of surprised by that. So I went ahead and picked him, and I okay. still wound up with uh, pretty good wide receivers overall. Uh, uh, what did you do? Screenshot it? Yeah, I, I actually <laughs> screenshot it. I'll, I'll show you real quick. Uh, shit, here it is. I ended up getting uh, Steph Diggs and Cooper Cup. That's my two Diggs guys. And after then, that. Yeah, I got Diggs, and I got, uh, and I also got uh, Galladay as my flex. My running backs are. I'm I'm sorry, I told you wrong. My third pick, I took took Chris Carson. My my fourth round pick, I took Kittle. Okay, yeah, I'm not hating on that at all. Then. And then I got Diggs in uh, the fifth round. Damn. Yeah, and Cup six. I go ahead and tell you in the illegal ham in, in the legal ham league and. The guru league. That's not gonna in happen. any league that we play in together. You're not getting that, right? Yeah, I just kind of, you know, I got. I promise you, you will not get digs in the fifth round. Oh any no, league no, I'm in. no, no. But anyways, with that said, we're gonna move on. Um, there's been a lot of uh blockbuster trades here this off season in the NFL, more so this year than we've seen ever seen before. Yep, I would um, agree with that. Of all these uh, trades that we've seen, especially in the quarterback market, but um, of all these trades that we've seen, which of these trades, I got seven of them wrote down, which of these trades do you think is going to have the biggest impact for their teams? Uh, For the new teams? For their new teams. For their new teams. Our first one will go with Stafford to the Rams. Okay. Number two is uh, Sam Darnold to the Panthers. Okay. Number three is Winston, Wentz, Carson Wentz to the Colts. Okay. Number four is Jared Goff to the Lions. Okay. Five is Julio Jones to the Titans. Okay. Six or, is Orlando Brown to the Chiefs. And seven is Bridgewater to the Broncos. Okay. Of these, who do you, like, who's your top, we'll say your top three guys who are your most impactful. Okay, so I think the Julio trade makes the Titans better. I think it has more impact on the Titans than any other. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me let me evaluate this in my head. You're springing the shit on me, and I got to right. think while I'm talking. Okay, so Stafford to the Rams is probably my favorite as far as I think the Rams got significantly better. Right, right. Um, I think Julio impacts the entire field as well. Because he's such a threat, okay, and it so opens that's your up more two, run that's game. Your number two, yes. So Stafford's your number one, then. Yes. Okay. And then Wentz to the Colts would be my number three. Okay. So where 
where would you rank these one through seven? How would you have them? Like Stafford, Stafford one, Julio two, two, Wentz three, three, and then Golf's toward the bottom. Okay, and then Bridgewater's toward the bottom because we don't even know if he'll start. Yeah, you have no idea if that's going to have any impact. Period. And then, so I guess that will leave what Darnold. Dar- yeah, Darnold. Darnold and Orlando Brown. So give me Darnold four, Brown okay. five. Uh I guess golf would be six and because Bridgewater he's gonna seven, he's he gonna, gonna start. Starter. Okay. And then Bridgewater seven. All right. Well Stafford obviously is gonna be the most impactful because he's the one who uh when you know he's the quarterback, hit balls in his hands. But what about Orlando Brown to the Chiefs? I think that speaks dividends. I think that's going to be huge for Patrick Mahomes. I it mean, will. the Chiefs, the Chiefs did sign a slew of other offensive linemen. Joe Tooney, um, Mike Rimmers is already there at right tackle, but right. they did sign. They did get uh, Jake Long come out of retirement to play guard, and they uh, signed. Uh, or they drafted Creed Humphrey. Um, so I think they made the biggest investment. And I'll be honest with you, I think well, uh, I would say Orlando would be my number two guy behind Stafford, and then Julio would be the most third most impactful. Yeah, the the big well, the biggest reason that I have um Darnold at four over Orlando Brown would be the importance of the quarterback position. Right, right. I get that. I mean, um, and Darnold's going to be the starter. Yeah. So. No, I get that. Whether the impact be good or bad. Yeah. I think I agree. I wouldn't de- necessarily disagree with you. I just think as far as. A positive, I mean, do I think the Chiefs made themselves a whole bad. lot better with that trade? You're damn yes. right. Yeah. Do I think that the Chiefs are going to have a far better season than anybody else on this list? Yes. Right, okay. I mean, I think the Rams are going to be very, very competitive. I want to see how Stafford does in that that offense. but I, I, mean, if, I if think Stafford, Stafford can play in any style of offense, and I think Stafford is a stud. Like I think I agree with you there. I love now Stafford. now he's got super big weapons. He's got a run game behind him. He's got a defense that can actually make stops. Like So – this really isn't off subject, but it was it, it's off script. Well, let's really. go off script. I like uh, going off script. I, I want to ask you about Stafford. Okay. Uh, do you, Do you think this puts him? You know, you think this puts him in elite status being with the Rams because he's got he's finally got the weapon. I, I've I, said I'm for not, years Stafford I'm, is the elite quarterback. I'm not saying that he didn't have weapons in Detroit. He had Megatron. He's had. He's weapons. never had a defense. He's never had a defense. He's never had a defense. Never. He's never had a running game. Never. Um. Do Do you think? I mean, he's always been. I think he's been elite arm talent. I've said for years Stafford's an elite quarterback. Uh, do you think this is finally going to be the year? I think you're. I gonna, think people are going to. Yeah, that people are going to finally see it, and he's actually going to get the recognition that he deserves. Yeah. I mean, do you where where do you put him like as far as like ranking him? All time or in the league, just just, just in oh, okay. the league right now. I was about to say, just, damn, just, don't do it. To just me on yet. a just uh, on a quarterback level, we, we're taking teams 
away from it. Just just on pure being a quarterback, where do you where do you rank him among amongst the elite? Let's see. So I would say Pat's one. Uh, say Watson probably. Josh Allen probably moment, in there. I would say Rogers three as we stand. Okay, so you'd say about probably four quarterbacks say, ahead of him. Yeah, I'd say Allen ahead. So yeah, he's borderline top five. Okay, okay. I would. I don't disagree with you. I think. I think we're going to see. Stafford. There's no doubt. I. I mean, I'd really have to sit down and think about it. There's no way that I can imagine in my mind right now that he would fall below eight. I don't even know. I mean, if you add in, who, you know, who were you? It's like in? I can go Kyler. I. I wouldn't put Kyler ahead of him. I would. I, I, I would personally Kyler. rather have Stafford. I'm also Over trying Tyler. to do my quarterback fantasy rankings here. Okay. Which Watson goes whew, way down. Right uh, now, that, goes, yeah. Uh, because we don't even know if he's going to play. That's right. something else that we need before the yeah. fantasy episode is. Yeah, we're going to have we're gonna to get uh, some word on Watson out. here. Uh, sorry, I'm a, I'm squirreling again. That's all right. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd say he's borderline top five. No way he goes below eight. I. You know, I don't uh, disagree with you there. I I like Stafford. I think uh, I would love to have him in fantasy this year. Yeah, I think he would be really tough fantasy wise. I think Cooper Cup and I think Robert Woods is going to have uh, even better season. He, yeah. Not to say that they weren't great before that. I mean, these guys were both legitimate wide receiver number two guys. Um, Woods, you could probably argue being a, a borderline number one. Um, you got anything else to add with this? Uh, with the impacts of trades? No, I don't think so. I think I'm good on it. All right. Well, we're going to move on to our uh, our final segment of the show, our listed segment. And this week's listed segment is who are your top four breakout candidates for the 2021 NFL season? Okay. And might I add, this can be rookies, this can be five-year players. I don't care if they've got right. 10 years in the league. If you I tried to keep out, rookies out of it, but I couldn't. That's fine. That's fine. I'm saying breakout overall. Right. Not fantasy, just breakout. It could be defense, could be offense. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and tell you that I went all offense, so if you want to make it fantasy, we can. But I, I just, did, too. We'll go ahead. Uh, who is your uh, number four Cam Akers, and we just kind of talked about it. Uh, Stafford going down there, um, and I think they're going to sling the rock around a little bit. I think they're going to they're going to run with Sean McVay. Um, I think he's going to get a majority of the workload. I think um, there's really a threat under center now, so I think it just opens everything up. I was really high on Cam Akers last year coming in his rookie season. I thought he was. Phenomenal in college, too, and it took a minute for him um, to get going. But yeah, he started, started going toward the end of the year there a little yeah, bit. Yeah, toward the end of the year, he started uh, breaking out. I don't know that I would draft him as high as I've seen him going. I, I've seen him going in the early second round. I'm not sure if I'm comfortable enough drafting him that early yet. 
I want to see more from him. It definitely depends on who's there, though. Like, but I'm, that I'm would not hating on second round. No, I'm not going to say that. But like you there said, should, there should be some talent there in the early second. In the that early you could second, feel that a you lot could do more better. secure yeah. with. Right. So I'm, I'm not. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I got Cam on my list. Here, I'm sure. Yeah. But that was kind of my obvious one. He's my. You know, he's he's probably somebody that I would probably wait till the third round to get at least the third round. And even then I'd be reluctant to do it because he hasn't showed me it yet. But anyways, my number four is um Irv Smith Junior, tight end out of Minnesota. Ooh, um, I like him. He's on my list too. Kyle Rudolph, he's he's gone from Minnesota. Irv Smith was a a high second round pick. I loved him coming um, out too. I did too. Coming out of Alabama, I've I've noticed like here the last couple tight ends out of Alabama have been really elite. Him and OJ Howard. Everybody coming out of Alabama ends up elite. Like yeah, but usually you don't get the tight ends coming out of there being uh, that great. I mean, but, except quarterbacks. Yeah. We ain't seen a quarterback come out who's been great yet. So. I'm not sold on Tua, and I'm not sold on Mac. No, I'm not either. I think Mac's gone, gone to a great situation. I do too, but, but I'm if still he, not I sold. Still, I'm still reluctant to call him a, a franchise quarterback. I'm so. still not sold. All right, so who's your number three? Justin Fields. Justin Fields is your number three. I don't know how the hell I ended up the one on this podcast that's banging the table for Justin Fields, I but I have. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love I love Justin Fields. I love the Buckeyes, and I pick them all day. But I'm trying to be less biased. I'm trying not to be a homer. So mm-hmm. my my heart wants me to pick Fields. My heart wants me to pick all these other guys. But... I believe in him. I really do. Like I think he's going to be phenomenal. He's in Chicago, and and I think I, he got a hell of a head coach to help him. Yeah, out. and they they can lip service all they want and say that it's um you know an open competition or whatever. You want. No, it's not. Deep. Do you think Fields will be the day one starter? Absolutely. You think? I think Donald's gonna, I think. Dalton will be week one starter. No, I do I think, think you're that. insane. You want to take a cold beer bet on it? Well, yeah, I'll do a cold All beer right. bet on that. Write that. You got a lot of bets. I we got, got a two, lot of bets going I on. I think here. we got two or three bets I already. I think we do too. Let's see. Us, cold beer. Well, while you're writing that down, I'm going to go ahead and give you my uh, number three breakout okay. player. I said I wouldn't be a homer, but here I am. I'm going to be a little bit of a homer, but I'm I'm confident in this pick. Okay. J.K. Dobbins. I think year two. You fucking homer. I know, I know. <laughs> J.K. Dobbins, though, uh, they don't. They no longer have Mark Ingram there. They do have Gus Edwards. Um, no, I think J.K. has a good year. But I think J.K. is going to get the... The, the, the most of the work. Yeah, I think he'll have a, a thousand yard season for sure. I think you're going to see him catch the ball more out of the out backfield. I think he'll be uh, really uh, tough this year. All right, number two. Who's your number two guy? Well, you've already talked about him, but I got Irv Smith Jr. For everything you just said, Kyle Rudolph is gone. Um, this offense looked really good last year. Um, I mean, it was a lot of Justin Jefferson, and but I mean, you got Jefferson, Thielen, 
Irv Smith. Uh, and now Irv Smith. And Dalvin Cook. Cook I mean, that him. offense is Cousins rocking. is a capable quarterback pulling the trigger. Right. Most of these tight ends, it, it they struggled their rookie year. He had flashes. Was yeah. he a rookie last year? No, he wasn't a rookie. He was this second year. third year. So, yeah. Coming up. The, the, the second, third, and fourth year is usually when it comes with these tight ends. So, he's right at the right time that you want. Um for the breakout candidate and and Rudolph's gone now. It every it's it's all in place. All right. Well, my number two guy, I originally I was gonna say Cam Akers, but since you've already taken Cam Akers, I'm replacing him with some my number five guy. Ooh. Brandon Ayuk, uh the wide receiver from San Francisco. This guy's uh him and Debo Samuel both are explosive phenomenal wide receivers they're like an extension of the running backs um i could replace mine with uh t higgins higgins kind of broke out to me i know he, he kind of did I mean, it's hard yeah to, but with jamar chase being there i'm kind of wondering how much i think of a it opens him, he's gonna i do. think it opens him up just as, even more between yeah. i think that cincinnati offense is going to be really good too if they figure out the offensive line you got burrow pulling the trigger Hopefully he comes back looking the same way he did his rookie year. Yeah. You got Tyler Boyd still there. You got T. Higgins who was right on the cusp of breaking you got Jamar out. Chase. Um, I'm not sure who their tight end is right offhand, but well, we ain't live no more. Did your phone just go? Phone dead? died. Phone died on you. Sorry guys. Uh, we love having you on here live, but that's okay. We almost made it through a whole show anyway. We almost got it. Phone did. <laughs> so, anyways. Who's your uh, number one guy? T.J. Hawkinson. Hawkinson. You wouldn't consider him broken out last year? Mm, potentially. He was, he was close. He was close. He he's borderline. He's close. I think he does finish top five this year, though. Okay. All Mainly because right. the Lions suck. They're going to continue to suck. And they're going to throw the ball a lot. Jared Goff's got to throw it to somebody. We need to look and see who their wide receivers are. Because like you I, said, Jared, Jared Goff. Jared Goff's got to throw it to somebody. somebody. So, so for fantasy. I'm got, in on Hawkinson. I mean, you might want to look at some of these wide receivers. I can't remember who all they got now. I know they did sign a couple people. But, I don't either. But uh, hey, what happened to the screen there, buddy? I'm not sure. But we should still be recording here, I think. Uh, we're, Okay. Yeah, yeah, All we're good right. to go. We're good to go. But yeah. anyways, I'm in on Hawkinson. For okay, sure. so your number one is Hawkinson. My number one is Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. He looked like he was going to break out last year. And then went down with the injury. Long, went, went and had the ACL injury. Um, is a knee injury. It's not going to affect the way he throws the fucking ball. They bring uh, back any uh, or are they bringing any linemen? They did. They brought in uh, Riley Reeve. Okay. They drafted a lineman. I can't remember. In the second round, they drafted an offensive okay. tackle or offensive guard, I think. Okay. Um, but they got Riley Reeve. They got a uh, who is it from Alabama? Jonah Williams. Yeah. I think they got him to play the other tackle position. Yeah. Um, so I think their their offensive lines improved. Could it have been better if they would have picked? Uh, is, I mean. Sewell, rather than yeah. Uh, Chase, yeah, but I want to make the quarterback I happy. No, I like this offense, and it kills me because I'm like, it's the old. The Browns are going to be the Browns. Well, I mean, the Bengals are probably going to be the Bengals. Well, I mean, and they'll probably if, find a way to fuck it up. 
even if but, they do fuck it up, I mean, this this offense ought to be exciting to watch. It should be a fun offense to watch. Like I said, you got Burrow pulling the trigger. You got Boyd. You got uh, Chase. You got Higgins. You got Joe Mixon, still a very good running back. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Geo's gone. Yeah, yeah, Gio, Gio I believe he's with either Miami or Jacksonville. Yeah, I can't remember. He signed with one of those, He's but he's gone out of the picture. So Mixon's your de facto number one. They He's the workhorse. Yeah, he's your guy. He's your um, three down back. So, so I mean, yeah, if you get your if some of these offensive line acquisitions end up panning out for you, should be a pretty fun offense. I think defense still gonna suck. Still should be a pretty good offense. So and, is that sticking to that cup? Just out of curiosity. Yeah, okay. yeah, it's uh, sticking great to it. Actually, cool, 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 cool. Um, All right. Anyways, just about everything I've I've stuck these two. They've stuck. So they're supposed to stick. All right, so we're at the end of the show now. Yay! <laughs> so enthusiastic. I finally what, get away from your ass. Was it really that that bad? I get away from your ass. All right. All right. Oh, we didn't talk about bets. Oh yeah, yeah. Real quick before we get to the end of the show, we want to talk about some uh, recent bets that uh, we're going to find a place to write these down and actually keep them. Yeah, we'll have to, have to organize. Organize. We're going to get a board or something. We got, got some bets I'm taking going on bets. for this year. I'm taking bets constantly here. We're going to have to be able to keep up with this. But so right now with tsunami, I got a drink for a drink. That's a TikTok bet. The one of the loser has to do whatever the winner, the drink that the winner picks. Okay. As opposed to video. All right. Najee Harris. And he has Najee over a thousand yards. I have him under a thousand okay. yards. Okay. And then we just made a three way bet going on here with Tsunami for offensive rookie of the year. We're going to tally the votes at the end of the year. Of course, he has Najee Harris. He has Najee. I have Justin Fields. You have Kyle Pitts. Okay. Okay. Then with Brandon, I cannot remember. What Had the something hell? to do with Baker Mayfield. I have, so. to, I have to do a drink. I remember the bet. If I lose, I have to do a drink of his choice on TikTok. Um, but I can't remember what he has to do if I win, when I win. All right. But that is Baker Mayfield top 10 fantasy quarterback this coming year. Okay. And then me and you now have a cold beer bet between Fields being the week one starter. A second one, right. A second cold beer bet on top of our first cold beer bet uh, with the Jamar Chase, Devontae Smith bet. I think Jamar Chase is going to have a better rookie year than than Smith. I actually Which probably... Which I don't like my odds on this after I've seen where they got drafted. Well, I don't I really know. Don't. I kind of I like your odds a little bit better because Smith is all they pretty is much Is the got. de facto number one in Philly. Yeah. That's the only hope and prayer I'm hanging on because yeah. I well, really think the Cincinnati offense is going to be explosive. It so could be very explosive. I'm not liking my odds, but I mean, like like you said, the, they got to throw it to somebody. Um, All right. If any if, if any of you listeners out there want to throw in some bets, hit up the show. Uh, find us on uh, Twitter at the Cheap Seats Pod. I really got to get back active on Twitter, too. Yeah. I'm uh, slacking. Find us on Twitter, Cheap Seats Pod 1. Find me, the big man, at the big man, um, at Spillman1981 on, on Twitter, if you need to ask. Find us on uh, TikTok. Find the show at the Cheap Seats Pod. Find uh, Juice here at Bluegrass underscore Beard. You can also find us on Facebook at the Cheap Seats Podcast. I can be bribed to drink on TikTok, by the way, just saying. 
Easily. It I don't take you don't have to twist his arm to get him to drink. We'll just not say that. Not typically. Not typically. I got fucked up on my live last night. I know uh, you were asleep, you old man, but I, I was out of it by ten o'clock. But yeah, I about I think it it was shortly after ten when I went live last night. But oh, yeah, they shit. got me fucked up. I was yeah. I was struggling come to work this morning. I was oh it was rough. You need a drink. You need nah, to fill it. You ain't drank the whole damn show. I'm disappointed I know. in you. Oh shit! All right, so we are at the end of the show. You got anybody you want to toast? Uh, we want to toast all the listeners or all the viewers on TikTok, and of course, all the listeners um, that's listening to the show. But uh, do you got anybody specifically that you want to toast? Well, since I forgot to shout them out, we. I'm going to Eldora Speedway Saturday for the 125,000 added yeah. to the late models. Going up the, around my country. Absolutely. So uh, we're looking forward to that. Um, I'll probably be live on TikTok so you can check us out there. You know, I'll probably have the race pointed. I'll have the camera pointed at the race for as long as I can. Last time I ended up having to come back and I had to go to the main office at work and get one of those uh, keyboard air things and blow my phone out because I had so much dirt in oh, my crap. phone. Oh, <laughs> like, so, You've been doing the uh, dirt track races quite a bit I here have lately. Been. I have been. I've gotten back into it. It's something I grew up on. Um, Glad to see that. Yeah, it's something I grew up on and loved as a child, and, and I'm finding some really good tracks. Mainly, it's kind of sad for me to say, but I'm finding good tracks in Ohio. Oh, yeah. And that's we, where I've been going. I mean, there, I mean Atomic Speedways, of... where I've been going week to week here right. lately that's in Shillacoffee, Ohio. Uh, yeah mm-hmm. i believe is where atomic is don't quote me on that what but, is that about two hour drive for you yeah roughly yeah. and then eldora is weston uh, you're yeah that's that's up there pretty close to my country uh, uh you ought to check out sometime lima land speedway which is in lima ohio uh, we can check that out that is uh that's right right there in my backyard pretty much um we can check that out one weekend it, that's owned by the University of Northwestern Ohio, which is the uh, which I'm pretty sure you biggest might, high performance college you, in, in the country. You might actually know is Eldora owned by Tony Stewart, or is did he just used to race it, there? It used to be owned by. I don't know if it still is, but it used. To I be thought owned it by did. It Jeff was Gordon owned at it. one time. Yeah, I thought so at one point. Yeah, at, and at, I figured if they're adding 125,000 to a late model race, like. They some money floating around that motherfucker somewhere. Oh yeah, so they're, they're whether it's Smoke and Gordon or, um, and you know, one of the other things that they do there, I believe it's in July, um, at the Outdoor Speedway called the Kings Royale. So the and sprint that, cars, and that's a sprint car. I love and, those, and and that is one of their biggest races they have at the year. I um, love I, those. I know for a fact that uh, Gordon, Jimmy Johnson, and Tony Stewart, all three have the have sprint all three cars par- there. participated in the Kings Royale with their sprint cars. Um, of course, that's what all three of them started out Which, as. Atomic Speedway, when I went there a couple of weeks ago on a Thursday with the sprint cars, uh, Kyle Larson was there, and there was five other, um, um, what is it, World of Outlaw? Yeah, World of Outlaw. Yeah, there was five, there was five others there, and then Larson was also there. Right. Larson was the one that took home the title, uh, so... Yeah, I mean that don't surprise me. I see, I see and hear a lot of uh, 
NASCAR drivers. Larson doing, can fucking doing, drive doing anything. Larson's a great driver. Larson can. I'm, you put him on a minivan, and I still put money <laughs> on him. Like he's a pretty good driver. He's good. I I I don't know if he's as good as some of the the old greats back in the day, back in the nineties and eighties. Maybe but, not. We can debate it one day. But boy, but, Larson uh, can drive. As far as a new guy, yeah, Larson's one of the top guys out there. Okay. Anyways, uh, so listeners, viewers, we all we also want to toast our first responders, uh, first responders, our medical personnel, our military personnel, and anybody out there uh, fighting the good fight, working the nine to five, working the third shift, second shift, all that shit. Yeah, I'm glad I got off that shit. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, cheers to you. Cheers, guys. Ooh, that's hot. Ooh. Woo! What the hell did you do? Oh, Let it proof. That's that Evan Williams bottle of the bond. That was a little rough. <clears throat> yeah, it's a little stout. Anyways, has anybody told you you're beautiful today? Because you might be the best damn looking thing I've seen all day. Oh, shit. We are out. <laughs>